Hey everyone, me Kevin here. Okay, so here's the scoop. I believe this is potentially the beginning of a little bit of a disaster until at least a few things happen. All right, so let's break this down and explain uh, what's going on. So first of all, uh, you know, I, I'm going to start by saying to all of the brilliant uh, people who like to comment, oh, the indices are only down 1%. It's not that big of a deal. Folks, investing is all about tracking inflection points and when the market goes from rallying to not rallying to fear then you have the start of a potential problem uh, and, and that's what we're going to talk about is the start of a potential problem in the market uh so uh, yeah look we get it the dow jones industrial is down 0.62 percent it's not really that big of a deal but it signals potential problems the S&P 500 down 0.85%, the Nasdaq down 1.73%, and the Russell 2000 uh, down 1.39%. Across the board, the indices are uh, down and volatility is up uh, 6.5%. So what, what does this potentially signal? So it signals the return of a lot of uncertainty. Uh, the reason for that is, and, and I mentioned this uh, two and a half weeks ago or whatever, no, it was actually more like a week ago, that... Uh, Federal Reserve Chairperson Jerome Powell gives the market certainty. He is somebody who has been very clear. Hey, basically at this point, he's got the market adjusted to realize, hey, look, we're going to taper between now and June of 2022. And by June of 2022, after we taper at about a pace of $15 billion per month, plus or minus, and we end the money printing, then by the time we get to the summer of 2022, we'll be able to assess what's inflation look like now. Are we still in uh, persistently high inflation? Have we started inflecting to the downside? What is happening with prices? Because it's very difficult to know exactly what's happening month to month. And if we have a seven-month time frame, the stock market gets certainty. The stock market gets this feeling that, don't worry. Papa Powell's got it under control. You'll have a few more documents, a few more reports that come out. They're not going to look that pretty, but don't worry. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. We'll taper for the next seven, eight months, and then we'll deal with it in the summer. It's all good. So if you're worried about inflation, don't be worried about inflation. That's kind of the message that Papa Powell sends us. It's all going to be okay. And he's kind of soothed and coaxed the market into into believing him now wh whether or not you personally believe him or not he had successfully coaxed the market into believing that don't worry like this high inflation this is what we're going to go through and it'll be fine it'll go away uh, or at least start inflecting down in the summer and in the summer we'll react with interest rates if it's still too high don't worry we'll raise rates and we'll deal with it we'll get it down if it's starting to inflect down well, then we can adjust the pace of our interest rate increase appropriately. That is what Papa Powell means. So when, when you think of Papa Powell, I want you to think of plan. I want you to think of path. Uh, I want you to think of uh, action, right? That's Papa Powell. That's what you got. You have an action plan. The stock market likes that. As long as you've got Papa Powell, a report like today is actually not that big of a deal. Okay, 
So the inflation came in at six point. The inflation reading came in at six point two percent versus the five point eight percent expected. Really beat estimates, uh, and and this is given that this is not earnings. This is a really bad beat. Uh, and uh, yeah, it is the best clickbait that uh, media organizations could literally have asked for. It is dramatic. Uh, highest inflation readings in 31 years. Uh, by some measures, it's the highest inflation reading it, when, when you strip certain things out uh, for 40 to 45 years. It's insane. It's a really bad report. So the report on itself with Papa Powell might not be that bad. The reason is we got plan. Papa Powell has got the action plan. It's okay because he's got the plan. But now... Now, folks, if you're wondering why your stocks are down, you can look at Joe Biden. And I'm not saying that to be like, you know, to all the Democrats who are like, ah, oh, here we go again, the let's go Brandon stuff, or to all the Republicans going, ah, okay? This is not political. Joe Biden created uncertainty. He has said, that he will decide on who is going to be the next chairperson of the Federal Reserve. And he started interviewing other people. When you start interviewing other people for a job that the man with a plan already has, it sends massive uncertainty to the market. So you now take the market from a place of really no catalyst. There, there was really nothing scary happening. Nothing. Okay. There was, it was like, we didn't have problems with Congress, Evergrande, people have gotten over, we've gotten, we, we had a plan for dealing with inflation, like things were good. The 10-year treasury yield was plummeting. We were down at 1.45%. Everything was great. 10-year treasury just jumped 0.1%. That's a tenth of a percent. That's a lot. It's up at 1.55 again. It took a while to jump, by the way, but it, it finally did jump as we would expect that it would. It was so weird that it took as long as it did. But anyway... All of a sudden, you literally took this market from having a game plan to, oh, crap, Mr. Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, might take away our plan. This is why when I made a video, what was it, uh, last Friday, uh, before before we, we, we heard that Joe Biden was for sure going to uh, consider interviewing somebody else, uh, I made a video saying, the next market crash catalyst is Jay Powell potentially getting replaced because it is such an uncertainty factor for the markets because now we don't have a plan anymore. Now, literally the Papa Powell plan is like, that's cool, man. You got your plan, but you might be getting fired. It's, it's literally like, I picture it kind of like there's a house on fire. Okay. And your fish tank is inside and you're like, I don't want my goldfish to die. It is in a fish tank in the middle of the house, and that house is on fire. You got another 10 minutes to, to save your goldfish. And Papa Captain Powell comes over to you, and he's like, don't worry. We got Jimmy over here coming in from the back door. We got Walter coming in through the second story. We got the cannon coming in from the top. We got a plan, and we got it handled. It's definitely, the fire is definitely worse than, than what we thought it was going to be when you called us. And it might be because we may have screwed up and turned the gas on <laughs> by printing a lot of money <laughs> and made it all worse. But don't worry, we have a plan to save your goldfish. 
and uh and and uh and you're like okay all right at least we have a plan i feel even though everything is a total f show uh an f show s show whatever you want to call it <laughs> at least there's a plan <laughs> and then you get somebody who walks up and goes hey i'm the uh governor and uh i'm thinking about replacing your chief of uh fire your fire chief like within the next five minutes. I know you only got 10 minutes left to save your goldfish, but I gotta, I gotta replace the fire chief within the next five minutes. Cause uh, I just, I'm just thinking about it. Just saying. <laughs> what are you going to think about your goldfish? <laughs> obviously, uh, uh, obviously your uncertainty level <laughs> skyrocket because it's literally the dumbest thing to do right now. The dumbest thing to do in, in, in at this time is to try to pull the rug out uh, and and put somebody else in charge of this situation. It's uh it's it's a complete disaster. So I believe, and I strongly believe, that until Joe Biden says, "Don't worry," I talked to Papa Powell. He's the man with the plan. And we're good. Until that happens, the market could be ready. A lot. Day after day after day. I think higher risk stocks that have had these euphoric rallies where everybody's been leaving comments going, is it too late to buy this? If you've ever asked the phrase, is it too late to buy this? Well, the next three or four days, you might get your answer that no, it wasn't too late to buy something. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny how that works. But uh, as euphoric valuations come back down to normalcy, uh, you do have the potential uh, for buy the dip opportunity. I, I personally think the best opportunity, literally the best time to buy would be the minute before Joe Biden announces that we're keeping Jerome Powell. That would be the best moment to buy. Because if he announces that we're not keeping Jerome Powell, uncertainty is going to go even more through the roof and things could get even worse. It's all back to pop pow. Sorry. And Joe Biden has created this uncertainty at this point that is not political. It's just, it's an observation. Uh, so personally, I think it was very stupid to to just say, by the way, I'm interviewing. I'll, I'll get back to you. Like, no, 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 no. That's not what you tell somebody with their house on fire. Okay. Like if you're going to, if you're going to pull the rug, the way you pull the rug is. So fire chief. Powell here, great, love him to death, but we've actually got somebody who's got a better plan for you that is going to be able to get your goldfish out of there, not in 10 minutes, but in eight minutes. And we're making that change right now. The plan is already in place and we're implementing it starting right now. That would give confidence to the market again. Wow. Did Bitcoin just sell down $3,000 a coin? That's crazy. I think it did. Uh, about two thousand dollars a coin yeah that's incredible we ran up to sixty nine thousand when the cpi report came out and then just all of a sudden decided to evaporate probably because uh as tech stocks evaporate people take some money from crypto and throw it into uh tech stocks as an opportunity to uh uh you know buy the dip essentially so anyway i believe that uh, a lot of what we're seeing in the market right now is purely uh, the creation of uh, a stupid political process. 
and it is creating a very good opportunity to potentially watch stocks bleed out for the next few days up until whenever this Joe Biden announcement comes and uh, maybe buy the dip on certain things. Now, I, I'm not convinced uh, in in uh, the level of dips. So let's go ahead and take a look at the market and see uh, what potentially looks juicy. Uh, I like looking at things potentially juicy. So Poshmark is sitting at uh, 30.6% of the, I'm uh, sorry, that's, yeah, well, okay, Poshmark and SOS sitting about 30% of the downside. Uh, SOS apparently did an offering, uh, very, very common to see stocks plummet when there's an offering. Even though the company's raising cash, you increase the uh, shares in the float, which basically increases supply, which increases or decreases uh, decreases price. Because when you hold demand constant and you increase supply, price goes down. Just mind your P's and Q's. Very simple. It's Econ 101, like seriously. Uh, then you've got uh, Upstart down 18% at 257. Affirm is down 15% to 134. Uh, I'm personally looking for something like in the 115 range to potentially start adding. This came back under 100. It, it'd be, uh, I'd, I'd probably go into margin for the thing. Uh, yeah, but, but you know, 135, like it's still a pretty good number. It's pretty good. Uh, Sheeb's at 48. Let's see here. C3 AI, whoo, down 9.26%. Trade Desk down 882 Lucid down 8.75. Oh, yeah, yeah. How is Redfin down another 8.7%? I mean, look at the, 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 this, oh, this world is just on fire right now. That's what, in a bad way. Everything's just burning to the ground. Uh, EXPI is going to be under $40 again soon. Very, very exciting. Uh, then you have uh, Coinbase. Coinbase, uh, and we'll talk about we'll talk about Evergrande as well. Don't don't you worry. It's it's not just it's not just Evergrande. Okay, it's a lot has to do with politics here in America. Uh, Coinbase down seven point four percent. Wow. Voyager Digital down seven percent. Uh, this is after it ran to like twenty one dollars. Yikes. Cardano uh, just it was at like one thirty this morning. It's at like two eleven right now. A lot of volatility in this market. Palantir down 7%. Uh, Open Door, 6.7%. Robinhood, 6%. Uh, golly, there's a lot of, of uh, pain over here right now. You've got uh, Shift Technologies down 5.4%. Canoes down 5.7 or 5.5, whatever. Uh, we've got Canadian Solar over here. Uh, yeah, wow, Cloudflare. Cloudflare coming down to 195, back under 200. A lot of that that uh, euphoric upswing that we've been seeing rotating back down. Look at this Etsy under 250 again. I can't even believe I'm saying that because it's it's just run so high. But yeah, Etsy back under 250. Beyond Meat getting smoked. Zillow going to the downside. Uh, you've got uh, Enphase uh, down three percent. And by the way, I'll I'll talk about when I think that Jerome Powell is actually going to make a decision. Uh, in just a moment. Uh, let's see here. Dave and Buster's 3% to the downside. Wow. Yeah, there's just a lot of deep red right here. Look at Ethereum U turn down. It's about two, 300 points to the downside. Bitcoin. Uh, the last price here on, on, on Weeble is actually showing Bitcoin at 65,300. 
It's a, a good chunk lower than what coin market cap showing right now. And Piton down at 49. Oof, it just keeps going. Uh, where's PayPal? PayPal's somewhere over here too. Square down 1.58. Pinterest down 1.53. Almost everything has turned red. Yeah, there's PayPal again. Another half percent. Another one. I haven't actually seen Tesla. Uh, Tesla. Where's Tesla out of all this disaster that's going on? Alibaba's actually up 2%. Oh, yeah, of course. Tesla's up 4.85%. Uh, that's very, very bizarre and odd, but uh, I'll take it. Oh, and Outlet's up 12%. I wonder what the news was on Outlet. But anyway, uh, okay, so so when, when, uh, and if you're just now joining, I highly encourage you rewind and, and watch my explanation of what's happening. It's, it's very, very vividly described. Uh, we we got to talking about a fishbowl, a goldfish, Joe Biden, you, and uh, Papa Powell. But anyway, when when could this potentially end? Well, I think that Joe Biden, who already kind of foreshadowed that uh, he's he's going to be the one to do something for the people, he's he's going to come out and he's going to he's going to make sure the inflation trend reverses. To me, that's actually a red flag that he is potentially more likely than not to make a change on uh, on, on the Federal Reserve chairperson, uh, to shake things up a little bit, uh, to um, I, I think it would be making a mistake. But uh, I, I think that is what uh, Joe Biden is going to politically have to do. And here's why. Joe Biden realizes that a bad inflation report makes his opportunity to pass the Build Back Better plan very, very difficult. Uh, it makes a lot of things very, very hard for him. Uh, I know the market's about to close too. But anyway, uh, it makes things very, very difficult for him. If, if if he doesn't get inflation down, like within the next like month, basically, his Build Back Better plan is not going to happen this year. Next year, we start going into electioneering again for the 2022 election cycle. His entire plan could completely fall apart. It's it's not ideal uh, for Joe Biden at all. So if he could signal, don't worry, we're gonna be we're gonna be tough on on inflation by replacing the Federal Reserve person. He's gonna do it. Let's listen to the bell, and we'll catch up with the rest of this thought here. after this has been a very strong part of the market. There goes the close. All four major averages in the red. Small caps joined down one and a half percent. Look at that. The Dow down 0.66%. S&P 500 down 0.82%. NASDAQ down 1.66%. Russell down 1.55%. All straight down. Not very good. Not very good at all. Uh, okay, so uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's that's not so good. So um, the indice is obviously down. Let me quickly finish my thought here on Jay Powell. So I think there's a very high likelihood that Joe Biden is is going to make a shift at, at the Federal Reserve now. And today's inflation report uh, reiterates that Joe Biden's probably going to pull the rug out from Jerome Powell. Uh, and I don't think the market's going to like that for exactly what we described in this video or the thesis that I already gave. Watch it if you haven't. 
you jump to the end. <laughs> Big mistake. But anyway, uh, I would expect within the next two days, let Joe Biden sleep on it tonight. Uh, I think either tomorrow or uh, Friday, we'll get some kind of answer uh, in terms of what, what are we going to expect with who's going to be the chairperson of the Federal Reserve. Uh, and then the market's going to have to try to understand, uh, is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Where do we stand? That's that's my trajectory. So uh, I think that probably we're not going to see a, uh, a, a an answer today. Again, because of the whole like Joe Biden wanting to sleep on a thing, my guess. Uh, so Thursday or Friday are going to be sort of the target dates for me. Thursday, we should also, by the way, hear from uh, Tesla whether or not Elon Musk sold on Tuesday. My guess is he did. Uh, and uh, yeah, then the market can really start putting the pieces of the puzzle back together and start trying to feel a little bit more confident again. Because right now, confidence is is very shaken. It's very low. Uh, this massive clickbait although it is true, uh, of inflation is, is a very big, big problem. Okay. Now we have earnings to cover. We have Disney, we have wish, we have SoFi, we have a firm. Uh, we have a lot of earnings. I do not think I, I am very pessimistic about every single earning that we are going to have. The reason for that is you're in a very uncertain market. So any little thing that's said that slightly pisses the market off back. And we've got a lot. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah, we got a lot uh, here. We've got uh, Bumble. Ooh. Okay. So uh, we're going to look at Bumble. We're going to look at Jivo reporting, Tattooed Chef reporting. We have Open Door reporting. Uh, we have Beyond Meat reporting, SoFi reporting. We also have Affirm reporting, not optimistic about any of them, Wish, and Walt Disney. Whew. It's going to be a big one. It's a big day. Uh, is Honest also reporting? If they're also reporting, I'll pull them up. But I, I, I don't know. They're, they just, they're too tiny to, to apparently show. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're reporting today. Okay, fine. I brought them up. Problem is, I'm probably not going to get a summary of them, but well, well, I can figure it out. I can always just pull it up. Okay, so we are now waiting. We have again Walt Disney, uh, Wish, Affirm, SoFi, Beyond Me, Open Door, uh, Tattooed Chef, Jivo. Bumble and Honest. Wow. A lot of earnings. Okay, hold on. Somebody just reported. Who was that? Was that Jivo? Jivo! Okay, Jivo comes in with 144, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 142,000 in revenue. That's like ridiculously low. Loss of 14.4 million. How is that in line? I mean, that's just, Jivo just have no contracts? Uh, well, they were expecting 268,000 in revenue. That doesn't sound in line at all. That sounds like uh, like half of what the expectation was. But Jivo is such a small company. Some, sometimes it just it, it's hard to know exactly what what the market was looking for here. But anyway, um, vacillating a little bit, 
in terms of the after hours. We're waiting for the big ones right now. The big ones should be out literally right now. Oh, yeah, yeah here it is. Disney. Disney, uh, nine cents uh, of EPS paid subscribers for Disney Plus, 118.1 million. We have uh, adjusted EPS for the for, uh, for this quarter coming in at 37 point, uh, 37 cents versus an estimate of 49 cents. That's a miss. Uh, we also have uh, revenue missing. Disney subscriber numbers missed. This is a this is so far as the triple miss. Uh, you've got a revenue miss. You've got an EPS miss. You have the subscriber numbers missing. One eighteen point one versus one nineteen point six. That's not good. Uh, Disney has miss miss miss, and market does not like misses right now. Disney going down uh, to about one sixty seven. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Okay. Wow, very high expectations apparently in this market here. It's not good. Beyond Meat net revenue. Oh my gosh, the guidance is horrible, horrible guide. The net revenue guidance for the next quarter is eighty-five million uh, to one hundred ten million. The expectation was one hundred thirty-one would be the midpoint. Midpoint instead is like ninety-five here. That's a big, big horrible guide. Terrible guide by Beyond Meat. Uh, you've got Beyond Meat net revenue at 106.4 versus an estimate of 106.1. That is technically a beat, but the guide is horrid. Very, very bad guide. Uh, not, no, 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 no. The markets do not like bad guides. Uh, we like good guides. We like a good tour guide. That's not good. Uh, guidance is not good. If anybody does guidance well, it's a firm. Open door. Comes in with revenue, uh, of, they're forecasting 3.1 to 3.2 billion in rev. We've got uh, Q3 adjusted EBITDA of 34.5 million versus 24.5 million expected. That's a big beat on the bottom line. Loss per share of nine cents, the estimate was 21 cents. That's a beat on the open door. Uh, remember, open door is the only one that's profitable here out of all the iBuyers. Uh, that's very profitable with, with the iBuying business. So they, they've got the model down. Uh, and they've had the model down a lot longer than Zillow and Redfin. And I've covered Open Door a lot. Uh, it's it, it suggested that was the one reason Open Door is is interesting. It's not one that I'm he big and heavy on, but uh, yeah, good job. Open Door pulled it off. That is uh, Open Door sees Q4 revenue 3.1 to 3.2 bill. The estimate was 2.92. That's a beat on guidance, beat on the bottom line. Uh, the revenue was a beat 2.27 versus 2.01 billion. This is a triple beat on Open Door. Uh, open door getting rewarded here substantially the stock is up 13 plus percent wish.com misses revenue 368 versus 373 expected uh what is that like six seven percent or whatever wish is actually up 10 percent here uh let's see wish announced a ceo transition so i don't know what's driving this as a catalyst but you had a small miss here and the stock's clearly uh running very well uh, Disney Plus hits slowdown and adds just 2.1 million subscribers. Disney cost to address government regulation totaled about $1 billion. Disney will continue to incur costs of government regulation. Blah, 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 blah. A firm. A firm comes in. A beat. Revenue is a beat. 269. 269. Let's go. Uh, 0.4 million versus 252.2 expected. Uh, the guide is better too. Yes, that's good. Next quarter guide, 320 million to 330 million expected versus 298. That's good. Uh, that's a good guide. 
Uh, that is an expanded relationship with Amazon. Let's go. And a revenue beat. Yes. Yes, Affirm. Good job. I want to know what the expanded relationship is with Amazon. But this is good, especially after the Venmo and MasterCard. Like, oh, but we have pay in four. Man, screw your pay in four. Take your pay in four and call it an, call it a, a, a credit card uh, that, that you just don't pay off for four weeks. Stupid. Uh, Affirm's got something better. But anyway, uh, yes, Affirm is up 14% on this. Finally, let's go. That is a very, very good earnings right there. Uh, you turning that pain that Affirm has seen. Very, very good. Uh, wow. Good job, Affirm. Very, very impressive. Uh, good. The guide is very, very good, especially since a lot of companies have been lowering their guide. Etsy, Amazon, PayPal, they've all been lowering their guidance for online sales in the last quarter of this year, calendar, fourth quarter, uh, holiday season. Affirm is now guiding above estimates. That's juicy. Good job, Affirm. And, uh, okay, S seriously, so far? There's, they don't give me a summary on SoFi. It's fine. I'll, I'll figure it out myself. Hold on. Okay, so SoFi, we were looking for 251.5 mil in revenue and adjusted EPS of 10.6 cents. What did we get? I'm looking at the letter. I'm looking for the numbers. We had revenue of, ooh, that looks good, uh, 272. The guide was 251. That's a beat. It's a beat on revenue. Where's the EPS? Go down to the statement, 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 statement. Uh, come on, give me EPS, please. Please. Where the heck is it? I have no idea where it is. Try to quickly find it when they don't give me a summary is a disaster. Uh, okay, they're redeeming their warrants. They announced that on the 4th. That's okay. I don't know what their EPS is, but their revenue was a beat. By working with the biggest digital influencers across YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, we drove an, an additional 400 million impressions and 775,000 engagement with SoFi content. I feel, why does that feel like a little bit of a low kind of conversion? But anyway, uh, okay. Yeah, anyway, revenue beat, I'm not sure uh, at a quick glance here where uh, guidance and outlook, let me see this. Guidance is expected to exceed quarterly guidance of 245 to 255 by 13% at the low end. Uh, third quarter adjusted net revenue of two exceeded quarterly guidance. That's right. We we already saw that. That was a B. Adjusted EBITDA for the quarter exceeded quarterly guidance of a loss of seven million by 17 million. Wow. So okay, good. I mean, it looks like the bottom line and the top line beat here on SoFi. So, so far, SoFi actually looks good. But it's difficult because I don't have a summary on this one. Yeah, SoFi is going up 8% on this news. Good job, SoFi. Beyond Meat. Oh, yeah. Beyond Meat was the disaster. We already saw that. Beyond Meat was a disaster. A firm open door and SoFi did very well here. <laughs> Tattooed Chef to reschedule their earnings. Here goes the entertainment. Uh, okay. So Tattooed Chef is rescheduling and delaying. Bumble. Bumble comes in with a beat. Uh, Bumble jumps 4.8% uh, 
post-market with a fiscal year revenue of uh, 765 to 768 forecast. That is a beat of the estimate of 752 to 762. Bumble Q3 paying users 2.87 million versus the estimate of 3.05. That's a miss on paying users. Bumble Q3 rev 200.5 mil versus 198.5. And Q4, we already read that. Good job. Okay, good. So Beyond Meat does well. I, I mean, sorry, Beyond Meat does horribly. Uh, okay, Honest Company comes in with uh, a beat, a slight beat. Revenue of 82.7 million versus 80.5 million on revenue. Gross margin came in basically at estimates of 35.8%, came in at 36. Loss was six cents. Estimate was six cents. So uh, Honest, slight, slight little beat here, 4.5%. Okay. Tattooed chef. I don't does hippo report today. I'll look. Tattooed chef goes down after they start they reschedule their earnings. They rescheduled at 05. Right here is when they rescheduled. Okay. I wonder how far out they rescheduled it to. Is it just tomorrow or or when? Uh previously scheduled for November 10th. The delay is the result of additional time required to finalize the company's financial statements. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. <laughs> they didn't even give a date. They're just like, never mind. We don't want to report on the same day as Beyond Meat's reporting. Never mind. Don't don't worry. We just have a... <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Ugh. Oh, well. So uh, Open Door, the most profitable of the iBuyers, up 20%. Congratulations, Open Door. You win where Redfin fails. Congratulations. Affirm, up 10%. Congratulations, Affirm. Shout out to the Affirm team. I love y'all. Uh, Honest Company, 5%. That's good. Uh, we keep seeing talk about this potential baby boom coming as well. Uh, we don't use honest diapers. We use, we use Pampers. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think Lauren said there was a reason for it. Something about the fit that she's tried them before. I, I don't remember what it was. I'm going to ask her. Uh, I'm going to just call her because I kind of want to know. Hey, how come you don't use honest stuff for our children? Oh, you've tried them though, right? Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll go buy some right now and compare, please. Okay, thank you, bye. Okay, so apparently there's only the rumor mill that maybe the diapers aren't as comfortable. Uh, and uh, Lauren has actually not tried the diapers. And so now we're going to go buy the diapers. And we're going to let Max decide. Max is going to tell us whether or not we should invest. Oh. Hello?
Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, you need to you need to tell the world this. Okay. And so so and okay, go ahead. So Andy bought some. Okay, so you didn't buy any. Andy no, did. Andy and uh she said they're really scratchy and they gave major diaper rash. So compared to the Pampers. Um what which one do you use, Andy? Okay, she uses the same as me, the Pampers Swaddlers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so so we're not gonna try honest. I don't want to now after that review. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you later. I think we still need to try. <laughs> Gonna go try the diapers on myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think uh, I think it might still be worth worth the try to either cor corroborate or or uh, uh, deny. Uh, anyway, okay. So hippo. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Lauren's a short seller. <laughs> She probably is. <laughs> She's probably running a whole sideshow I don't even know about. The real reason my portfolio exploded in 2020 and 2021. Lauren. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Hippo raises full year growth outlook for total generated premium. Hippo raises full year growth outlook. Uh, Hippo lemonade owners premiums continue to grow at exceptional pace. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So not a good summary here from, uh, what, I mean, not much of a summary here from Bloomberg uh, Terminal, but uh, Hippo up a paltry loser 3% here. Boring. Disney now down 4.65%. Uh, that's that's incredible. Uh, that's, ew, okay. Um, okay, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Armando, Armando's coming out. Armando, Armando says it's true. Uh, the honest diapers are not comfortable. He's so passionate about saying this that it came out in all caps and with a small little typo here. The, Armando's not happy because he says they are not comfortable. And this is after two kids. Okay. Uh, Shannon says, such a shame because they're really cute. Uh, Lauren actually said, I don't think I ended up saying it, but Lauren actually said, well, it's just, I was not on speakerphone with Lauren that she worries that people are overpaying for them because they're cute. Um, <laughs> she said it, not me. <laughs> uh, huggies after seven kids. Jeez. That's awesome. Congratulations. Dang. Seven kids, man. I'm jealous. I want seven kids, man. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So Disney, what? Oh my gosh, look at Beyond Meat. You know, I was talking about this yesterday with Beyond Meat before this disaster here. And I'm like, you know, Beyond Meat used to do this thing where it would channel. And it was it was a rough channel. It was a pretty volatile channel. You know, we did a lot of the, the dancing. But lately, stocks have broken down out of these channels. And they've created new falling channels. It's been kind of bad. Like um, Beyond Meat has done this. Oh, what's another one that's done this? Oh, I just had a tip of my tongue, but now I now I don't remember. Uh, but there have been a few that that have been starting to break. Oh, Wayfair! Remember how Wayfair always used to go back to three hundred? I mean, it's it's sitting at the lower end of this, but it's it's not it's not going back up. <laughs> what what happened? So uh, yeah, no, the this 
people are done buying food at home. The the buy food at home thing is, in my opinion, a gigantic mistake in this market. Um, whatever. So then, okay, yeah, Firm did really well here. They released an earnings supplement as well. I actually want to look at that earnings supplement because maybe it'll tell. Oh, wow. Bitcoin. Wow. Bitcoin dropped $3,000. Uh, Mr. Relations. Okay, so let's see here. Investor Relations. Mm -hmm. Investor Resources, uh, Annual Reports. No, let's see. News. News. Here we go. Okay, Amazon partners with a firm. We, we already knew that. That's That's old news. Here we go. Okay, I want to see the supplement. No, oh, come on. Maybe it's under the presentations button. Mm, there it is, earning supplement. Oh, look how pretty it is. Look at it. Okay, uh, what we're looking for is, <laughs> look, excluding Peloton. <laughs> That's what they did last quarter too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm going to go through this in, in more detail later. This is this is pretty cute. Uh, I will go through this in more detail later. Uh, I wanted to see if there was anything on. No, there was nothing on more on the Amazon in this. But that's okay. I'm going to go through this because this is mostly numbers. I love numbers, but they are somewhat boring for me to review live. So I'm not going to go super heavy on on. Uh, financial statements live here. Uh, okay, so what do we have here? We had uh, Disney getting smoked. SoFi beat, Affirm beat, Beyond Meat, no surprise, getting smoked. Uh, and not in a good way either. Uh, Open Door uh, doing very, very well as well. Honest, I mean, for what it's worth, it's, uh, it's still up 8%. I mean, it has been in the toilet. But uh, anyway, yeah, look at this. Beyond Meat, plummets 15%. Out oh outlet was up 12% on the day and now it's down 11%. My gosh. Uh what happened to outlet? It just basically gave up whatever its gain was today. That's because outlet oh gosh, outlet came in with a big loss. 36% uh 36 cent loss versus a consensus of a 6 cent loss. That's not good. That's bad. Um Bitcoin crashing, right? Yeah, that I just think is so weird. Did MQ report earnings today as well? Topo Chico time? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, ouch, Peloton. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what was the other one that reported? You said Somebody said there was another one that reported? Oh, MQ. Let's see what MQ did. They do uh, like credit cards and stuff, uh, custom credit cards for companies, like a firm. Uh, MQ jumps. Uh, they had uh, an eight cent loss versus a thirteen cent expected loss. That's a good beat. Wow, a fifteen percent move. Is that true? Probably. Ten percent now. Okay. Okay. Wow. Good job. MQ now sitting at about 27.82. MQ's had this like crazy euphoria, uh, this momentum swing here. Kind of interesting. But that's good. 
Very interesting earnings today. It wasn't all bad. There were actually quite a few that did quite well. Firm, SoFi, uh, good. Uh, Open Door crushed it. Beyond Meat, $78. Tattooed Chef on rescheduling their earnings call, 3.66 to the downside. Oh, ouch. Uh, Bumble. Bumble actually falling 4.2% after their earnings. I didn't think their earnings were that bad. Uh, looking at the upside. Oh, my gosh. A firm is up 24%. Oh, Bitcoin's free falling. Oh, I'm free falling. Look at that. Whoa. Plummet to the ground is it is it gonna recover over our uh our like little weak support line that we've drawn here i had no i've had no supports above this level and it appears like it's now vacillating where my support line is drawn <laughs> uh wow btc dirty what is it with cpi day always being a peak for inflation it's quite interesting Wow, that was a sudden sell-off there. Holy moly. We saw it go down 3,000, and then it literally dropped another 3,000. Another one. You know, sometimes it could be falling on... Uh, sometimes I think it's falling on CPI day because you get a lot of traders that were buying the rumor, basically, and then selling the news, waiting for CPI to come in higher than expected, comes in higher than expected, then you dump your Bitcoin again. So pretty bounce. Basically, I mean, I know it's not perfect, but it's until 60,000, basically, it pretty much chooses to U-turn right where this support is. I mean, that's close. This was at 63.7 and it went down another 600 bucks there. So about a 10th of 1% off, but, but still that's not bad. That's pretty close. So it appears to be U-turning right now. Wow. Wow, wow, wee, wow. It could be that people are potentially liquidating some of their crypto to uh, essentially go shopping for opportunities in the market. Because until Joe Biden, uh, you know, finally makes a decision, this market's going to be in uh, crisis mode. So if you have not watched, watched the first, watch, watched. If you have not watched the first 10 minutes of this video yet, I highly encourage you to watch it so you understand what is going on about the stock market disaster? Thank you very much for being here. Goodbye, folks.